Welcome to the Prodigal and the Priest podcast, a podcast about faith, sports, and two friends from different cultures. Here are your hosts, Joey Scansella and Father Paul Bechter. Hello. Happy 2021. Hey, hey. Happy 2021, everybody. <laughs> is it is it off to a better start? <laughs> I don't know. That feels pretty much on par with our original awkwardness uh, for the intro. Yeah. I feel awkward because I haven't been here in so long that it's like I forgot how to put the headphones on and stuff. Yeah, or I, I bet you didn't even bring up your stream deck to be able to control sounds. No, I definitely didn't, yeah, but I have yeah, that yeah. at the... You know, touch of a finger. Touch of the finger. Hey, what you been up to? So, wait. Back up. Back up. Time out. Back up. We anticipated, I anticipated at least, we had this plan set up. And I'm going to straight up call out Father Edwin Leonard. Okay? Mm. Because we had this plan. We recorded enough through January 1st. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, I'm going to get with Father Edwin. And we're going to do fill in that time that I was going to take off one week and then fill in that other week while you were vacationing for yeah, two weeks. Doing other things. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, he wasn't. He was partially working. That's why I'm giving him a hard time. But I even got a graphic, which I'll, I'll toss on the YouTube wow. for people, made with Father Edwin. <laughs> and then he just ditched us. He was like, I don't know. He had a parish or emergency or this or that. And... I'm like, the listeners are waiting. I mean, I had people. And they have been waiting since then? <laughs> they have been. And I've, I've had people be mm. like, are you guys done recording forever? And it was kind of like, huh, no, I don't think it's just like a one season. No. But then it was no. making me think on Apple iTunes, it says season one. Is this like the season two? Or do we wait uh, until we hit a year mark and that's season two? I would think we wait till we hit the year mark. Okay. I don't know if, I mean, if you want to start season two nah, with the calendar year, I guess that makes sense. But <laughs> I would think like a year mark and I actually don't know. That's like spring sometime, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think we started we were, in like March. Yeah. Right after. March or April. Yeah. March or April. Right after. Yeah. We, we had some, some pandemic for a good good while before we got into this we have in our world in general had <laughs> yeah. it for a good while so um 2021 welcome to all our listeners i mean first and foremost thank you you know it was really affirming from people though that actually reached out and be like wait are you guys done are you guys going to record more because i mean we always joke our moms are our two listeners but we know a lot of you do listen and we want to thank you for that and yeah. um we thank you for your support and we're just happy to be doing this and yeah your prayers your questions yeah your, keep them your, coming all of it yeah it's going great so i thought this episode your donations <laughs> your, your uh what's that program called where we're trying to like where we have like subscribers not subscribers what is it like a all, premium yeah all the people do it we do it for all one of people. our fantasy football um it's called a oh a patreon we oh, should get yeah, yeah. Prodigal yeah, the Priest Patreon. <laughs> I was blanking on Patreon. Um, I have no idea what you're going for. <laughs> it's all right. So We've lost all our chemistry. Yes. We have to build it this back hiatus. up. So I was thinking for this episode mm-hmm. that we give, being that it is January 19th, we record on the Tuesday, release tomorrow on the 20th. We're 20 days into the new year. 
Mm. Most people have already given up on their resolutions, and we talked a whole episode about that. Yeah, we did, way back in Advent. Yeah, but I want to give some hot takes for 2021. Ooh, okay. Can we do topics that I toss out a topic, me and you give a quick hot take. If I have anything, I'm sure you will, and we'll probably get through one or two, even though I have yeah, seven or eight we'll in my head. Like 25 minutes on one. Okay. Sound good? Yeah, let's do it. Hot takes 2021. I wish we had a cool voice over there, but didn't have time. You know, I have a three month old baby. Complete this sentence. Hot take. The church in 2021 will be magnificent at saving souls. Magnificent. Okay. Now explain it. Uh, It's the year of St. Joseph. Um, Pope Francis proclaimed that. And yeah, and for all those people, and we all have time that we, I feel like, critique the Pope over all the years, right? John Paul II has been critiqued. Benedict has been critiqued. Pope Francis has been critiqued. I mean, I felt like this came out of nowhere, and I, I'm excited. It did come out of nowhere. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm excited, excited, though. No, it's a good thing. Like, like I'm, <laughs> I'm going to pop a question that was posed to me, and you probably have the answer, but yeah. name three other saints that are male fathers. St. Teresa's dad. Right. Okay. So I had St. Joachim. Oh, okay. That's kind of cheating because still Holy Family-ish. Like, you know, extended Holy Family. Holy grandparents. <laughs> Wait, St. Jokob is has to be like, okay. And then the other one I said, which is a debatable one, but like somebody like a St. Peter, who we don't really know the background fully, yeah, but it's like maybe married, maybe family. Uh, but We know he had a mother-in-law, right. but we don't know of any children. Exactly. Like, that was a great question. I was so thrown off. That is a great question. And yeah, I could come up with one. I still can't remember his name. <laughs> there you go. And it's so important. Louis. That's Louis. St. Louis? No, that's his name. Oh, okay. St. Teresa's dad. Oh, I was like, okay. Martin. Um, Louis Martin. It's so amazing for the church to honor St. Joseph in that way. Mm. Like, think about that. We, two brilliant minds here, could barely think of three other people. This combined IQ. <laughs> Probably 150 or higher. <laughs> um, this is a big deal for the church. Yeah. No, I, I'm, I'm excited about it. Uh, I don't know if I talked about this before, but like St. Joseph has always been one that I wished I had a deeper devotion to. And I see this as a, a real opportunity. Like I've prayed the litany of St. Joseph every Wednesday mm. for several years now. That started to be a thing. Um, and I like that. I kind of prepare a little bit more for his two feast days. Um, I like that. But, yeah, I think it's a, it's a real opportunity. So so that's that's the first thing that came to mind in this right. hot take. And also, I, you know, use the word magnificent. Um, magnificent does have to do with a certain generosity. That's really more like magnanimous, but I'm going to make the two fit together. Um, and I think that that word generosity or magnanimity, the impossible one to say, magnanimity, um, or even magnificence, um, I think that's a good kind of virtue to look, look towards because people are, 
it's been a year now, a year of <laughs> two weeks, right? right. <laughs> uh, to flatten the curve. And uh, people are thoroughly isolated yeah. and depressed and anxious and all the things that were more acute uh, early on, I think, are still there with us. But they're just kind of this like dull, like painful reality. Um, and so it's going to take a certain generosity, magnificence, magnanimity on the part of the church, which is all of us uh, who are missionary by nature, to to go out and to to find these people and to bring the gospel into their lives and give them hope. So yeah, I hope that the church is magnificent in that way yeah, in saving souls and that St. Joseph can be our patron. That's my hot take. Boom. And I think that I will just echo what we've said before in 2021. The church will be smaller, but more faithful. All right. Hot take number two. So I don't know if you heard about this story while you're on vacation. I can't imagine you not, but, um, you know, there was a representative who delivered the opening prayer to Congress. Did you hear about this story? Mm, there's a lot that's happened politically since. This was then. around, what day? I'm going to look. January 3rd-ish time. Oh. No, so, I, don't, I don't know if I did. Oh, you're going to love this. So he delivered this opening prayer for the 117th Congress and got quite a bit of backlash especially from um, Christians um, because he ended his prayer um, trying to be gender neutral by saying, yeah, okay, amen hear about this. and a women. Yes. So my <laughs> next question, hot take is if you met this representative face to face in 2021, what would you say to him? <laughs> Just give him the judgy look like, come on, bro. Like really? <laughs> It's if it's not sacrilegious, it's tacrilegious. Oh, bam! I I, I don't even know what I have. Like, but that was just I, I just I just I'm getting giving you a celebration. Yeah, we need a. I don't know if I have a. Yeah, we need to get that on there. A little drum thing. Um, um, it, when you heard that, were you just? Isn't that so funny? How yeah. low our IQs have become to think like, oh, just because it says the word like he men, wasn't serious. No, in, in thinking that it was a gendered term. No, right? Yes, he was because it's got men in there. Yeah, like I've a seen, men, I've seen all a women. The, all like the it variations of like taking any word that could have anything like that and then changing it right. to sort of mock it. I never actually heard his prayer. I just saw right. the headline and, and uh, read, really a little, for read those, a little bit about it. Yeah. I think he invoked all sorts of non-Christian uh, deities in there, didn't he? Yes, non-Christian, and there's a lot of gender-neutral um, things going on. And so... Yeah. There's, um, there's a... Shoot, what's his name? Uh, the guy who teaches at Boston College. Um, oh, Peter Kreft? Yeah. Yeah, he wrote a an intro book on logic. Um, yeah. Um, yes or no? No, not that one? I don't remember. I um, thought we had to read one in yeah, one of our classes. We did, um, too. Uh, I, I didn't thought take it was the yes class. No, I took a different. Maybe. I took a different class, but I remember my classmates in seminary using that book. And in some of the first pages, maybe the very first page, he was like, "This is how I'm going to use language." And he had this long footnote <laughs> defending like uh, gendered language as not an exclusive thing, but as a normal and good thing. And it was just a delightful footnote because he was just like showing how impossible it would be 
mm-hmm. um, when you start breaking words down into the like right uh, yeah and just this, for those listeners in case you don't know latin so be it amen you know latin the latin translation of amen. hebrew hebrew Excuse comes me. from hebrew okay yeah. well translation is so but, be it yeah it gets taken up into all other languages right right um, yeah yeah it so, means so be it yeah it has nothing to do with a man or a woman so <laughs> i would probably say to him man i don't know <laughs> I would be like representative. We all all do respect. I don't know what was going on Jeez. right there. So, yeah. Okay. Next hot take, twenty twenty one. I mean, man, our world. It's been a little rough since you've been gone. Just yeah. you know, the riots. I leave for two weeks. Look at what happens. <laughs> Never again. Um, all those people lacking hope in 2021 your hot take to them all those people lacking hope um especially in our government the riots whatever political spectrum people are coming from i mean really our world they're looking at the virus they're looking at um the arguments that is so divisive right somebody said the issues that we're facing economically is going back to things of FDR's time. Yeah, and I'm then racially, we're looking at same things as like the tension as Lincoln's time. That's what right now, as, and then, oh, what's that? We had a pandemic on top of it. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. So um, that's, what do you say to that person lacking hope? Yeah, I was actually trying to look for the first reading from today. Uh, but I'm slow at using computers, um, because that know, had a that I has. I know a the really, gospel was from Mark, <laughs> and it said yeah. essentially God made the Sabbath. It did. Yeah. yeah Wait, good. why are you surprised? You're like, <laughs> wait know. a minute. You knew what the gospel said? Oh, Hebrews six. I was looking at Hebrews five. Yeah. Okay. There's actually a really nice line about hope in here. Um, so, a very long, long sentence. I'm gonna actually jump in there uh, towards the end of it so that we who have taken refuge might be strongly encouraged to hold fast to the hope that lies before us this we have as an anchor of the soul sure and firm which reaches into the interior behind the veil where jesus has entered on our behalf as a forerunner becoming high priest forever according to the order of melchizedek it talks about the hope that lies before us as an anchor in the heavens um and I think that's really, really good. Mm-hmm. So, like, when do you use an anchor? Okay, you could use it in the wind, I guess. But normally when you're on the water, when you want to anchor your boat, you drop the anchor down and it fixes in the sand sufficiently to prevent the boat from moving around a whole lot. You've kind of got these two realms of, like, what's going on on the surface and what's going on deep down. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think the idea of our hope as an anchor for us in the heavens sufficiently ties together those two realms right like we are citizens of heaven first and foremost that's where we're called that's our true home that's our safe refuge our harbor all the things right um but that doesn't mean that we just pretend like nothing we do here is important Mm -hmm. or that we don't try and fix injustices that we don't involve ourselves in politics and try and make things better like it's easy to 
throw up your hands in despair and say, well, my home's in the heavens. This doesn't matter anyway. It's just all going to crap. Um, or to to forget about the heavens and to make everything imminent and yeah. here. And, you know, if we don't create a paradise here, there'll never be paradise ever. Um, like this verse from Hebrews 6, and it's probably Hebrews 6, verse 20 or so, Hebrews 6, verse 19, somewhere in there. Um, that... I think that really ties together mm-hmm. um, the two things well, that we have every reason to hope because of what Christ has done and because of the the foretaste of that salvation that he can give us right now, bringing interior freedom and peace in the midst of the storms of the world. Um, but we have to be anchored in him uh, for that to, I don't know, actually actually become a reality in our lives otherwise we just get tossed around by the storms yeah so early on in the pandemic one verse came to me very similar sentiment um i've shared it before i shared it again it's one of my favorite verses first peter 315 sanctify christ as lord in your hearts always be ready to give an explanation to anyone who asks you for the reason for your hope we are the hope that carries on um i think it's because a lot of people the reflection for me personally is that a lot of people like you just said, they think one political leader <laughs> can be the savior. One, yeah. you know, vaccine can be the savior. Like, we have one savior. It's Lord Jesus Christ. He's won the victory for all. So, yeah, hot take. Boom. Boom. All right. We're just that marching through these hot we're takes. Just, we're just, I didn't even expect us to get through two. <laughs> we, almost, we almost fell into the trap. We almost went into a whole episode on St. Joseph. Yes. <laughs> Early on. <laughs> yes, that's right. Early on. Okay. Um, ready. Next one. Here we go. Hot take 2021. To all those worried or concerned as a faithful Catholic about taking the COVID-19 vaccine... Your hot take is what to them? And it, I, I didn't save this for the questions edition because some people listen to this. Some people listen to questions one. We may hit up on it on the questions yeah, one as well. But I just think it's an important hot take because we've talked about it a lot at our parish. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I want yeah. them to hear from... I'm going to give you all the clericalistic moment. Hear oh. from the cleric here Full himself. clericalism like, in the cassock. Yeah, that's with right. With the mustache, the clerical mustache. Which you didn't even comment. I had already seen it. Okay, We've if you don't know what before. we're talking about on YouTube, <laughs> I had, shout out, Lauren Eisenhower, former teen. She took, um, so we had an initial we graphic. graphic, right? Yeah. Probably going to priest graphic. Yeah, so we had an initial one that was made beautifully by Brittany Demoy, um, very talented, and then I didn't want to bother her again. So we had a, a current teen who is awesome. She has a, um, I think, design thing called On This Rock. Um, she does uh, religious stickers and drawings and things like that. Awesome young lady. Um, definitely look her up and support her. Um, she edited our graphic to take away Father Paul's beard, if you're not watching, and to put him in a mustache. And, I mean, pretty accurate. Am I right? 
I mean, pretty she, good. she did pretty good. She did she pretty did. good. So, Lauren, thank you, first off. Second off, get back to studying in college. Okay, now go back. Your clericalistic moment of telling everybody, hot take, That's Father really Paul and the Catholic accurate. Church <laughs> I just on stop. the COVID-19 vaccine. <laughs> yeah, um, it, it's, a, it's a question I've had several conversations with people about. I think people are, uh, that there's all sorts of different opinions uh, or like places where people can come from that'll make them hesitant about taking the vaccine. The church put something out um, from the CDF. It's very well done. Uh, it's correct. <laughs> it's good thinking. Um, on CDF. Uh, Congregation for the Doctrine of the Faith. Thank you. It's, um, it's called A Note on the Morality of Using Some Anti-COVID-19 Vaccines. And um, they say that Look, in recent months, we have received a whole bunch of requests for guidance about this. Like um, some of these vaccines, they say, employ cell lines drawn from tissue obtained from two abortions that occurred in the last century back in the 1960s, um, which very rightly, you know, raises red flags for people. Yeah. Um, But they talk about like the actual science of it. Okay, so how, how closely... Are these prepared using um, that those cell lines? Right. Um, and they talk about the morality of it, and they come to the very correct conclusion that this is a sufficiently remote cooperation in the evil of those abortions, and there's a sufficiently grave reason for taking the vaccine that it is morally permissible. Yep. They do not say that you're required to take the vaccine, which very I think is very important. Yeah. Yeah. They do have a uh, interesting little thing about like if you don't take the vaccine, then you have to, uh, you know, try your best not to become a, a vector of transmission or something. I forget where they <laughs> put it. Vector um, vector. <laughs> that's right. So like, I gotta like find a that little clip. thing like that. Um, Make that into is. a drop. Here it is. Uh, those who, however, for reasons of conscience, refuse vaccines produced with the cell lines from aborted feces, like they, they say, like, this is a legitimate thing. You can, for reason of conscience, refuse it. Um, but then you have to do your utmost to avoid by other means and appropriate behavior becoming vehicles, not vectors, for the transmission <laughs> of the infectious agent. Man. Um, and, <laughs> and so, like, um, so anyway, quick takeaway is. Uh, the Vatican put out a well-reasoned and correct. I, I hate to have to say, like, you know, I'm weighing in with, with all of my theological knowledge to tell you that the Vatican's one is correct, but I've had conversations where people were like, you know, do you trust them on this? It's like, yeah, yeah actually I do. And they lay out, that, like, they show their work. Yeah. It's, it makes sense. It's it's what I would have said. I've talked with other priest friends about this. Right. It's what we w- all would have said uh, based on our, uh, moral the- theological training. So, yes, these vaccines are licit for Catholics to take. You are permitted to take them. Uh, there is good reason, it seems, to take them, but you are also not forced to go against your conscience and not take them, right. provided you uh, do your do your best to right. uh, avoid becoming a, a vector. I'm going to stick with that yeah. transmission. I love it. It's easy to find this document. You just search for CDF, Congregation of Doctrine of the Faith, uh, vaccine or Vatican vaccine. Yeah. There's some Vatican news articles. I think on the USCCB they linked it. Uh, yeah, they must. Like there's some some summaries of it. 
in case you don't want to read the whole thing, uh, Pope Francis and Pope Emeritus Benedict just got it, which should tell you something about where the Catholic Church stands on this. Um, so, yeah, be be at peace regarding taking this from a Catholic moral uh, perspective. Um, awesome. Cool. Yeah. Great. Yeah, I got nothing to add. Hot take. The four big sporting events champions for 2021. So we got football coming up. <laughs> okay. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey. Go. Okay. Football, I'm going to say the Buccaneers. Man, wouldn't that be because so great? I think that would be so legendary. I'm not a Tom Brady fan, but yeah, that would me be neither, so legendary if like, this Ancient of Days quarterback right. led this brand new team and just proved like definitively he's the GOAT. Okay. But the Chiefs will probably actually win. If Mahomes um, is healthy. If he's healthy. If he's healthy, I question. actually go Bills overall. Mm, yeah, okay. Fair enough. Okay. Um, Lakers, I don't like it, but they just look unstoppable. Um, I'll go Brooklyn just to be different. Yeah, just because. Um, Although I did say, I think the Clippers could surprise them. If LeBron goes down, if one of those pieces goes down, you know what I mean? Like, he's delicate at this age. <laughs> He does get like injured. Tom Brady. Yeah, yeah. No, Tom Brady was that, you know, he's the plant man. He he listen he he apparently eats like no sugar in his body. TB12. He's got TB12. Well, we should try it for 2021. <laughs> yeah, instead of Exodus 90 for Lent, do like yeah, TB12. Like TB, uh, yeah, Exodus 90 is nothing. TB12 people, <laughs> come on. Okay. Um Be- uh, Which so one's baseball? next? Hockey uh, or baseball? I never know hockey when. Hockey is next. Okay. Uh Stars, Dallas Stars. Nice. They've come close. Uh, <laughs> you know nothing else about them. <laughs> no, I, I know that they made the playoffs, and I know the Golden Knights are very good. The Blues are very good. Yeah. Uh, I don't Tampa know. Bay is still good. Who won this? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, They're yeah. the ones the Bruins, won last yeah. time. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, you were actually on those others. I'm going to put the Stars out there. And baseball. Baseball, not the Rangers. I don't know. Could this be the Yankees' year? I always feel like throwing you a bone when we when we talk baseball. It could it this has be the Yankees? Be. Come on, year? they just like, re-signed DJ LeMahieu. So okay, it's big. Um, yeah. So yeah. I'll, I don't know if any like super team stuff in baseball at this point right now. Yeah. I haven't followed it since the end of the World Series. Right. Oh, back up. I'll. I mean, for wishful thinking, I'll take the stars because I think that's exciting. But I think it's going to be. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I go Tampa Bay or uh, the Bruins or similar things. Or the Knights. It would be good to see Las Vegas. They've been in it a few years now, and it's like, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. So, and then baseball, team. of course. I'm rooting for my Yankees, but I don't know. It's going to be interesting, dude. Maybe this is the year that the Astros come back and prove that they can, you know, do <laughs> do this without cheating. Yeah. Maybe. It's very interesting. <laughs> All right. Last but not least, hot take, right? Um, twenty twenty one. Father Paul, in twenty twenty one, you desire <laughs> That was a poorly timed sip. Poorly timed uh, sip from the Holy Trinity uh yeah, seminary. Seminary mug. Um it's a pretty nice mug. Thank you. Yeah, what's your desire? I didn't uh, say for church. I didn't say personally. Uh, you take it whatever way you want. 
People yeah. want to know you. Man, do I go like selfish and just say, you know, I desire to shoot even par or something? Sure. Whatever I'm not, you I'm want. I'm not anywhere close to there. Whatever uh, you want. What do I desire for 2020? You know what? I desire to go back to Bermuda to visit my parents because it's been like two and a half years now. Normally mm. I would go every year. Um, I don't know how much longer they're going to be uh, in Bermuda before they have to move back to the States. Uh, I couldn't go two years ago because I was assigned to St. Anne uh, late in the summer and there wasn't time. I couldn't go last year because of the pandemic. It's been a long time since I've seen them. I was going to say home. in Bermuda, when was the last time? I think it's been like two and a half years since I was, I was back there. Um, so what do I, you do when you go back? <laughs> nothing. <laughs> I, I go back, I stay, uh, at our house. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> wait, you don't get a hotel. I Come on. S- sleep a lot. Um, I go to church and help out with all the church things, uh, at the local parish. So they know you're a priest now. They're yeah. used to you. All yeah. My that. parents know that. You have um, to, <laughs> yes. uh, I'll go to the beach and go swimming and go walk around on the trails and stuff and just see Bermuda. But it's, it's going to be whenever they leave there, it's going to be different to visit because then it will be like, you know, why would I go? I would have to get a hotel or it's kind of weird being a tourist where you grew yeah. up. Um, so yeah, that's, that's my wish for 2021 is that the quarantine lifts enough. It's been under a very strict quarantine this whole time um, that it lifts enough that I can go back and visit. Awesome. Yeah. I just hope, uh, I don't know. I hope for in person, more in person events. You know, I don't know. Youth ministry. Yeah. Youth ministry. Children's all of it. Ministry. That my, that my, yeah, my son, he goes, you know, able to go back to hockey and my daughter's thinking mm. about playing, you know, soccer and that, you know, just there's some normalcy restored yeah. to people and that. Especially for your kids. Yeah. Um, I'll just end by saying this, you know, we were dealing with the highest generation of anxiety and depression and any of that ever seen before this, mm-hmm. you know? It's going to be years of work to come and get past this. But anything worth anything was work, right? The cross was work. Like what Jesus did was work. It makes it worth it. Yeah. That's all I got. Yeah. You got any closing comments? 2021. It's good to be back. We're back. We're back. back. I. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Closing comment. I actually had nothing to say. Great. Thanks. You let me hit the intro, and I thought you were whatever. So, hey, go ahead. It is good to be back. Yeah, it's good to be back. We love you all. We're so thankful for you guys. Um, 2021 is going to be a great year. Magnificent. Magnificent. Great year. Saint Year of St. Joseph. It's going to be awesome. Get into it. Um, yeah, subscribe to our YouTube page or like us on Apple podcasts or whatever subscriber you do. And also uh, we just want to say on behalf of Joey Scansella, Father Paul Bechter, take care. God bless.